back to the Entertainment Review Podcast. I'm Aizen. I'm Aggie Steele. And I'm Brian. In this podcast, we'll be talking about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. There'll be some serious spoilers, though, so be aware. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse has a Rotten Tomato percentage of 97. So we're talking big money here. So what's the plot line? Brooklyn teenager Miles Morals is bitten by a radioactive spider while graffitiing in a subway. From the bite, he becomes a Spider-Man and meets Peter Parker. He finds others who share his abilities and uses his talents to battle the destructive Kingpin, a monstrous madman who can open portals to other universes to get different Spider-Man into his world. There's a link to the entire plot in our episode notes. Seems like a great plot for a great story. I hear the story is animated. Yeah, it's animated by about 177 people for just one movie. You know, head of character animation Josh Beveridge put it, don't emulate reality and don't make it a cartoon. Basically, they wanted it to make realistically cartoonish, sort of like that. Well, as you know, entertainers have been trying to create movies more realistic every year. So the animators made the movie stand out so that it was something new for Miles Morales while staying as close as they could to traditional comics book styles. We have a movie critic here with us. Welcome, Matthew, to the Entertainment Review Podcast. Thanks for inviting me. Today we are reviewing an award-winning film, Spider-Man Into Spider-Verse. Many people around the globe, including me, believe that this is the best ever comic-related movie in the world. This is because of the plot that always keeps you guessing and leaves your eyes glued to the screen. Not only the plot, but the way the animators executed the characters in a way that they seem very realistic but on. Overall, a great movie to watch. I also love how the characters work together to achieve a goal, which represents teamwork. Considering how hard the creators of the movie worked, I am amazed at how little this movie is referenced to. As well as being exciting, this music is supposedly amazing, and when I watched it, it really met our expectations. Honestly, the movie is a must-see. Who's your favourite character, Miles, Spider-Man, Noir, or Kingpin? Personally, I really like how the Prowler hunts down his enemies and the way his costume looks. You pretty much see him as an intimidating enemy with insane skills. But near the end of the movie, his inner shell shows up as the uncle. Well, I really like Spider-Man Noir because he's black and white, so basically he's very mysterious. Also, it's really funny when he's trying to solve the Rubik's Cube because he's colorblind. I I thought that was funny too, though my favourite character was Spider-Ham because of his humorous personality. I really enjoy how the animators showed Miles as a normal teenager, then used the power of contrast to create a suspenseful swing, which if any of your listeners have seen the movie, would know. To be honest, I believe the standout point of this movie was really the way the producers and the director chose a storyline and followed it. Usually in other movies, the directors and producers want to expand on the storyline to create a better version of it but it tends to overcomplicate the overall movie. So hands down to the directors and producers for doing so. Saying all this, we must not forget the animators. It was only with the hard work that this movie came to life. Yeah, I agree. I actually have a friend who is an animator, and every time we meet up, he always goes on talking about how hard his job is and how he needs to work over time to get scenes of movies done. So animation really isn't a walk in the park. 
Now let's talk about the time span of producing this film. It started in 2014 and ended in 2018. So four years was used to create this film. And the four years were mainly needed for the 800 animators to create their signed scenes. Their budget was to create the movie was $90 million and it may seem like a lot of money, but when you look at the $350 million they got from this movie worldwide, the $90 million they spent gave them $260 million in profit. Well, that's it for our episode today. Also, a big shout out to the Scrappy Riders. But if you do have time, make sure to check out our episode notes for extra in-depth information straight from our sources from today's episode.